Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement, and I think you're just going to have the most fun today because I have Nina Denton Passanetti from Charleston Light Opera Guild with me. Welcome to the show, Nina. Thank you, Jane. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, me too. <laughs> so, Nina, you are the artistic director, and you have been the artistic director for 36 years. I have. So, you have so much history uh -huh. and so much news to share with us. I think we should just jump right in and talk about everything that's happening. Right. Um, it's a big year. It is. It's our 70th anniversary year, and we're so proud that we are still vibrant in the Kanawha Valley. <laughs> 70 years. Wow. Right. So in that 70 years, how many shows have you done? Well, the Light Opera Guild has done 242 shows. Holy moly! I know. A lot. In the last decade, we have done... 50, which is like averaging five a year, and the group started with two a year. So who says there's nothing to do in Charleston? There's <laughs> always a Light Opera Guild show to go to. <laughs> Practically. But, yes. And um, the shows range. So I know some of them are sad. I've seen shows that I, I, I get weepy, and I've seen shows that I laugh, and, and, and mm -hmm. that I just come away so happy. So I think there is always something for someone. There is, and some of them are huge, and some of them are small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what makes it so fun. Mm -hmm. um, so when we talk about huge and small, maybe we should talk about just what it takes to do a production because there's a lot of people involved. There are. Um, any one production can have hundreds of people involved because the cast can range anywhere from 20 to over 60. And then you have all the behind-the-scenes people that make the ticketing happen, uh, that work on our board of directors, that make makeup, hair, lights, um, production elements, the stage. I mean, there's just no end. So you can end up with 200 people involved in one production. That's a lot. Orchestra. Orchestra, I guess somebody has to build the sets and all that right. sort of thing. We rent a lot of sets, but not always. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. So for all the people that are involved in the production, mm -hmm. then the community gets to see it. Right, right. And there's right. a lot of community members that see a show in a year. We, right, and th they become supporters of the Light Opera Guild, hopefully, mm -hmm. and sometimes not, but uh, hopefully they'll return to see more productions, and maybe they'll get involved. <laughs> that, that's right. Um, so we talk about ways the Light Up Guild and the productions, there's a couple different places around town that um, the Guild performs. You have uh, your own space, is that right? We own our own theater, which we can only do small productions in, but we rehearse there and store sets, costumes, and have meetings in that building. Uh-huh. And then I know that you um, have done some productions at the Clay Center. I guess those would be your big shows. Um, there, we do collaborations with the Clay Center, and that's only been since 2003. Uh, and, uh, but our home theater is the Charleston, former Charleston Civic Center, I still call it that, right. Coliseum and Convention Center Little Theater. The Little Theater. And mm -hmm. I think when I think of the Light Opera Guild, mm -hmm. I think of the Little Theater and all the productions that I've seen there. Right. That is... That is the theater that comes to mind. And we've for me. even done some shows at the Culture Center. Oh, wow. 
So yeah, so you're all around town, all lots around. of ways. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, so all these shows and all the people that have been involved over the years, you have had um, what we might say some famous alumni. Well, we do. And you've have had a, a chance to work <laughs> with um, people that have gone on to ha make a career out of the arts. Right. Names yeah. that we might recognize. Um, I know uh, Jennifer Garner's come through Light Opera Guild. I think you worked with Kathy Matea. Right. Uh, and also uh, Ang Madison and John Crest, is that right? It's Joe Crest. Joe right. Crest, excuse me. Right. Joe. Uh -huh. We better That's not tell okay. him I got his name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so people that, that we see uh, in, the, in the movies and on TV all got their start right here in community theater. I, think, uh, I heard Joe say recently, I started with you and John Marshall doing these shows. Yeah, how great is that? Uh, it's wonderful. Uh -huh. That's right. So we talk about shows and people. Um, some fun things are happening. They are. Um, last year, uh, we did an epic production. We recreated it. We had done it once before, Ragtime, and that involves a different segment of the community. And uh, then we followed that again at the Clay Center with Mama Mia, which was a mega hit for us. Mm -hmm. We were really proud of the response of the public yeah. and the casting for that one. You know, it's, it's two ways. People have to want to see it and people have to want to audition for mm -hmm. it. So. And then we went back to the uh, former Civic Center and did a recreation of 42nd Street, which is one of my favorites. Aww. Oh, there's a picture of 42nd Street, <laughs> yes. And then we followed it with a festival show, uh, which was a new show, Bright Star. People didn't know it, and little by little, we did it three weekends. They came, and they came, and suddenly we heard, it's the best thing you've ever done, which is small compared to our other shows. And, uh, and now we're getting ready to do Shrek back at the now Convention and Coliseum Center, mm -hmm. former Civic Center. <laughs> <laughs> so Shrek is coming up. It is um, the first uh, half of August, is that it right? It is. First two weekends of August. Mm -hmm. Six performances. And uh, it's a one-of-a-kind, hilarious fairy tale. Uh, friendly ogres, you know, and a princess. And it's a little, it's not like Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella, but it's a fun, fun time. And it's for young and young at heart. I love it. And I, I can only imagine the costumes and the makeup for the show. The backstage end is tremendous for this one because almost everyone has to have a dresser because they're in and out of things in a flash. I mean, they're from Duloc, they're a fairy tale creature, they're a guard, they're a monk. I mean, it, it's, it's just crazy. And luckily for Shrek and the donkey, they do not have to change <laughs> clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek and the donkey, that's what it's all about. And Fiona, not very much, but uh, the others, and it's makeup switches. They be switch from being normal to being an ogre in green makeup. They have to take that off. So, you know, our Ted Brightwell uh, in charge of makeup and all of that, and Pam Higgs with costumes, they're busy, busy, busy bees on this one. Wow. Uh, so fun. Fun for the audience and fun backstage as well. And my husband, who does the technical end, is going to go crazy with the switches and scenery. So Yes, he probably <laughs> will. <laughs> yes, he probably will. I love that. Um, and I, well, just you mentioned Bright Star and, and about the audience getting involved. And I have to tell you, it, it, for me, it was a very emotional show. Mm. But, and there were characters that I really cheered for and characters I didn't like. But 
one of my this, one of my favorite things was when what I thought of as the villain of the show came on stage, or to take his curtain call. People booed for and, him, and you know he would have been disappointed if they hadn't. So we, I mean, we were so <laughs> invested in that show that we're booing for his curtain call, and right. I, I might have booed a little bit too because I just didn't <laughs> like him at all in that. And um, well, uh, he, he, that meant he did his part well. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So um, you do become big or small. You do become very <laughs> invested in the productions. Um, uh, I. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard people get booed before, but it, it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, so I know that you have, um, we talked about a big year, it being 70 years. Uh, how are you going to finish out the year? So Shrek is right now. Right. Well, we only have one show listed in our immediate future, and we will have more soon. But our next show is one we have not done in 29 years. We've done it three previous times, beginning in 1960, and it is credited for so much in the Light Opera Guild's history. One, it was the first show we did at the new Civic Center back in the 60s, mm -hmm. and it itself is a show that has so many firsts, and the show is Oklahoma. And uh, people think, oh, people do Oklahoma all the time. Well, we haven't done it in 29 years, <sighs> and the last time we did it, we had two performers that went on to big, big futures. The gal who played Laurie uh, has worked continually in theater since and major professional theater, and that's Rebecca Robbins. And the girl who was the dancing Laurie was Jennifer Gardner. So, uh, um. And plus, we've had so many great community people that have been part of that show, like the Louie Hussons, who have done over 80 shows with us, you know. And uh, uh, so what we're doing, we're going to do Oklahoma as our 70th anniversary production. And on the 23rd of November, which is the final of three weekends, we're going to do something very special, and that's the next to the last performance. It's a Saturday. And instead of doing the evening Saturday show on that third weekend, we're going to do a matinee at 2 o'clock. And we are going to involve some people that were in all three of the previous shows, even the one dating back to the 60s. So uh, they'll be assuming different little parts within the show yeah. uh, with the current cast. Or, the cast we will have in 2019. Right. And uh, then we'll have a big celebration party, which will invite the public, you know, to come buy a ticket and celebrate with us our 70 years. And that is going to be also at the Convention Center and Coliseum in one of the new ballrooms. Nice. And it'll go, you know, as a dance party, whatever we want to say, dinner. <laughs> right. So we'll finish out the year in that manner. I love that people are coming back for it. It'll be a very special production, and I think people might want to come twice to Oklahoma to see the cast for 2019 mm -hmm. and to see the special subs in that day along with the 2019 right. cast. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea right. to compare. Hopefully, the everybody will want to be part of it just to sing in that ensemble. I mean, so special. And that was the first collaboration of Rogers and Hammerstein. They receive a Pulitzer Prize for it. Wow. First show that had. Um, music that advanced the plot, a dream ballet at the end of Act One that advanced the plot. So it's a very, very special show. Wow. And it's, it, it has special meaning for the Light Opera Guild as well. It does. And it was one of the first shows I ever choreographed because prior to my 36 years as an artistic director, director, choreographer, I did 12 with the late Tom Murphy mm -hmm. when he was director as their choreographer. And it yeah. was the second show I choreographed for the Light Opera Guild. 
so what a nice way to end the year. Yeah. That's really, really special. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, so we talked about, we touched briefly about ways that people can volunteer, but again, you do need people to to work on sets and and take the box office and I believe you called them stitchers, um, right? People sometimes they're building costumes, sometimes they're just mending rental costumes, mm -hmm. and it, making them fit too, probably. Oh, making that, it, totally! It's it's a big big job, mm -hmm. and they have done some miraculous things. Yeah, I love that. So all of that, there are ways for people uh, people like me who don't sing and dance there to become. Are part there are of production many ways and we have uh, on our line uh, charlestonlightoperaguild.org there's a place to volunteer yes and sign up and one of our board members handles that volunteer great group and then um, i know that you hold auditions for the for i guess for the singing and the dancing and the we do. speaking parts mm -hmm. actors and, so to speak and our different musical directors ranging from john marshall to bobby hodges to david patrick uh, work with getting the orchestra for any particular mm -hmm. show yeah, really, truly the definition of community theater. It is, and you know, there's a lot of talent. People don't, and sometimes we have people travel all the way from Kentucky or Ohio to be in a production. Wow. A couple of hours to rehearse every day. Yeah, so we should talk about that, what's involved for a person to rehearse. They're, um, I mean, they're working over 200 hours. They so are, and it depends upon the role, but I find that sometimes it's the dancers and the ones that are doing the specialty numbers that have more rehearsal than even the principals. That's right. So I know the shows are, are expensive to produce um, and that you do have your own theater. So I, you're working um, towards raising some funds for that. We are. Any show can be in our own theater if it's a small show. The budget might be 40000 but it can go up to 120000 mm, in another space. Um, yes, we are doing a 70th anniversary endowment campaign, and that was announced this 2019 and with the Kathy Matea concert. Great. And she volunteered her time for a concert at the Light Opera Guild building. Really And nice. Jennifer Gardner is our honorary chair, and community members uh, like Kay Goodwin and a board member, Dan Foster, are in charge, and Horace Emery is also major on that endowment campaign. And that information mm -hmm. um, and a way to donate is all through your website, and that is uh, lightoperaguild.org. Charleston Light Opera Guild. Charleston Light Opera Guild. Org. So tickets, volunteer, and a way to donate to um, Charleston Light Opera right. Guild. Come see Shrek. Come see Shrek. Two two eight seven is our box office number, or you can buy tickets online. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you guys for joining us. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.